0: Hi, my name is Brandon. I am the host of the podcast that you're listening to right now, the audio artist. I'd like to say welcome and thanks for listening. I made this podcast for a few different types of people. People who have never written music or lyrics and would like to get started. People who've been playing for a while who might be stuck in a rut or who would like to hone in on their skills. Or experienced players who might just want to look at things from a new perspective. I've been playing guitar and singing for about 17 years now, and I feel like I've gained enough knowledge or insight on the topic to be able to pass it on to others and maybe bring some value to you guys. So with that in mind, grab a seat, get a cup of coffee, pop on your headphones, and enjoy the ride. Thanks for listening to The Audio Artist. Hello, everybody. It's Brandon again with the audio artist, and today I had a really interesting topic I wanted to go over with you guys. Uh, but before I do that, I did want to say thank you for listening. If um, and if this is your first time listening, uh, welcome. Please hit follow or subscribe or like. Leave a review; they really help out. And if you want to leave a written review from what you've heard so far, that would also be awesome. That's I think you could do that on audio podcast. I mean, uh, not audio, but uh, Apple podcast. So that helps out a lot. I really like making content for you guys, um, so I really hope that you guys like what I have uh, that I'm dishing out for you guys right now. If you guys have any ideas or suggestions or requests of topics that you'd like me to go over with you guys, also, you can feel free to leave those. Um, You can email me. Um, So, yeah, with that in mind, again, thank you so much for listening, and let's get to it. So today, uh, I was thinking about writing some lyrics... But not specifically me writing some lyrics, but how I can talk about writing lyrics with you guys. And um, I was listening to some Simon and Garfunkel the other day at work. Had an old uh, 70s, 60s, 70s kind of playlist going on. And I was listening to the song America by Simon and Paul, or what is Paul Garfunkel and, no, Art Garfunkel and Simon. Paul Simon. There you go. That's the names. Anyways. They wrote that song, awesome song. If you haven't heard it, it's a really good song. It's got really good um, music as well as the lyrics are Simon and Garfunkel quality because they wrote it. So anyways, I want to go over basically this. Um, Creating a song, writing lyrics. If you you hear like a a noise kind of right now, I'm trying to adjust on my seat right now. And unfortunately I have kind of a large seat. So not large, but um, loud seat. But this song um, made me think lots of people out there that I've heard um, who write music. Um, Lyrics that I've written from uh, other people who are just like everyday people that write songs. And some of the Reddit uh, forum or Reddits that I'm in and uh, some of the uh, Discords and stuff that I'm in. A lot of people are really fixated on the idea or concept of having to rhyme all the time in their music. Rhyme all the time. So that's cool i don't think there's anything wrong with rhyming i think there's obviously a need for it because it it makes the song flow really well sometimes however it is completely and utterly unnecessary if you can get your message across without rhyming and it's due to the rhythm of or, or the the uh the way that you where you place your words in the song so let's shoot out an example here if I were to read off the first verse of America, it would go like this. Let us be lovers. We'll marry our fortunes together. I've got some real estate here in my bag. So we all bought a pack of cigarettes and Mrs. Wagner pies and walked off to look for America. Does not sound like lyrics, really. It sounds more like a story. Um, yeah, but the way that they sing the lyrics... Is, is where the art starts coming in. It's You don't have to rhyme at all. This is a perfect example. So I'm going to give you my terrible interpretation or my terrible like rendition of what they're doing so you can kind of hear what I'm talking about if you haven't heard the song. And if you don't want to hear my rendition of this, then fast forward a couple seconds. But he goes, Let us be lovers, we'll marry our fortunes together. Boom, 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 boom. I've got some real estate here in my bag, so he bought a pack of cigarettes and Mrs. Wagner pies and walked off to look for America. Okay. That's... I believe... I don't even know which one of them is saying... I'm not really that specific into them. I I'd like their music, but I don't know which one's singing at halftime. I know it's the guy with the big puffy hair and the other guy's playing the guitar. Anyways, that's a perfect example of making awesome lyrics without rhyming at all. And it's more about the There's there's accentuation on, on the notes when uh, on a tempo notes when the um each uh beat there's there's uh, a word dropped onto them but there's specific areas that there are specific words and the words are in specific locations in the sentence to make it work if that makes sense so as far as i'm concerned i don't see any rhyming in that at all yet that was one of their biggest and also one of their uh most known songs and they're pretty big pretty big um duo back then so I mean, that, that's just one example. And that's not like a small, like, nobody knows Simon and Garfunkel. Like, they were movement big, you know? So thinking of that uh, as an example, I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds, probably thousands of other songs out there that get by without rhyming, without, or I mean, um, singing and making lyrics that don't rhyme. So why I was thinking about that is I was like, man, those guys know how to put a song together. And it's such a simple piece of music. It's a it's a guitar usually. I mean, there's there's songs that they have that have obviously other instruments in them too. But for example, there's a, there not for example, but there's there's songs that they've also wrote like Kathy's song. Um, I believe that was Paul Simon who wrote that one. And that's literally just a guitar and singing. There's nothing else that's going on in the song, and it's just so well put together. It's like wow, what a freaking good song, man. And. I think that's, that's important. Um, there is something to being able to rhyme lyrics. Um, there's something to be able to rhyme lyrics with words that aren't commonly thrown around all the time too. There's another thing to be said about that. And I mean, it, it comes down to, is this, uh, are the words that I'm choosing right now conveying the message that I want them to convey? I mean, in the end, are they saying what I want to say correctly? Are they imbuing the the feeling or the emotion that I am currently feeling or trying to have this person feel? So that's that's the key, you know, and uh, that's what we're doing. What we're what we're doing when we make music is we are feeling something, a vibe, maybe a thought, maybe we're we're thinking about. Whatever, it could be anything. It doesn't even have to apply to your actual life or even anybody's life that you know. Or You can make something completely up. There's no rule stating that you've had to have gone through it to be able to write a song. However, I will say that there is something that also be said about writing a song about something that you really felt. Because you can, you can often feel very piercing emotion in songs where somebody went through something traumatic and you can you can hear, like, damn, that person, that person really lost something. Like, I don't know, uh, I don't, I don't really listen to Eric Clapton that much. Respect the guy, loved the loved his music a long time ago. Just kind of really haven't. I moved on. Um, there's a song from him that my mom used to listen to called "Tears in Heaven." Like, man, that that is such a sad song, and and it's about his kid dying and all this stuff. You can feel that guy's pain in that song, and and he's not even really like accentuating like a grit or a, like, a, necessarily a pain to, like, the way he sings the words. He actually sings them very clean and very, like, professional, I don't want to say professionally, but he sings them clean, and you don't feel, like, a certain pain. It's just everything as a whole, you can feel what this guy was going through. And he, he very well and, and very uh, carefully was able to deliver that message and that feeling and that vibe and that entirety to you or me or whoever listens to it. And obviously, everybody says music is subjective. That is very true. Everybody's going to get their own interpretation of a song. Um, However, there are songs that are entirely very specific about certain things, and those songs are also going to be felt however they're felt. So, I digress. However, consider all of that. Um, I know that you probably have songs on your playlist right now. Take time uh, when you're spending uh, listening to music the next time that you're doing it. If you're at work, if you're just jamming out some tunes, take time and, and take note of some of the songs that you're listening to and listen to the lyrics. And um, maybe take note of the ones that aren't using words that rhyme, um and see how they're doing it. Use, see what words they're doing. And then more importantly, see, see how they're projecting those words in the song, where they're being placed, how they're saying them to make them flow, as though they were rhyming, so, to make them flow, that when you're hearing it as a, a listener, you know, the person's gonna hear these words, they might not even understand what you're saying, there's plenty of songs I didn't even, don't even know what they're saying half the time, I just know the song really well, and I, but I never went out and looked for the lyrics, and I, but I know it somehow, and I, and I, and I just hear the rhythm of the voice, you know, and over time, if I like the song enough, I'm obviously gonna look up the lyrics, but, their, and then I'll read them and maybe they won't rhyme and I'll be like, oh, wow, what a, what a good job. That person put this whole entire thing together and didn't rhyme at all. It's just how they sang it. Okay. So that's an important, and incredibly important tool that you can use and thing that you should absolutely embrace and know from this point forward. And if you're a beginner, run with that. Like don't ever tie yourself in a box of having to make sure your r- lyrics rhyme. Because I've seen people and I know people that every single thing that they have has to rhyme, and they'll sit there and try to make things rhyme. And the, the thing with that is, is I mean, I, if you're an adult, you have you have a vocabulary, you have a plethora of words that you can use. You have access to thesauruses, the online dictionaries. You have, like the list goes on and tools that you can use to come up with new words. You even have lyric writing software that can help you write lyrics. Um, so you, uh, there, there are still, (laughs) I I see this happen often, it'll be, a person will write something, and they're going to be so bound to this, like, having to rhyme thing, that they'll throw something in that's, that brings the quality of the lyrics down, like, something stupid, like, I I can't even think of an example right now, it'd be like, oh man, I, when I think of an example at some point, uh, I will make sure to come back to this and see if I can, like, edit it and put it in there, but, just think of any type of song that you've heard where you're listening to the lyrics and you're like eh, and then the the lyrics rhyme for a specific um verse or a specific um uh, passage or in, in in the song but that like the the rhyme itself is like okay that's a good rhyme like fire and liar but it's like couldn't I think you could have come up with something if you would have sat there for a couple more minutes and probably come up with something better that wasn't such a common like descriptive way of describing a situation. I hope that makes any sense. Like, I'm, I'm like, I know you've heard one. Everybody's heard it. It's just think of, think of like a really commonly, like, man, they could have done a better job with that lyric, you know? And a lot of those are rhyming ones, but it's because they were, they were bound to this having to rhyme for everything, like ideology in their mind. And they, you know, even if you know a million words, you might not have a million words to like rhyme with X, Y, or Z, you know? So, Don't, don't bind, bind yourself to that. Now, obviously you're going to have songs that you really do want to rhyme your words. And I have plenty of songs that are rhyme that rhyme and where they need to rhyme. There's nothing wrong with that either. Write it. Like, again, I'm always going to come back to this whole like theory, not theory, but this whole like very base principle of being do what the song requires, you know, to make that song. Like each song is going to be its own thing. Treat it as though it's its own thing. Like if a certain song really like just whatever the lyric pattern that you have in your head or like the little words that you might have going on in your head they might be really rhymey like run with it there's nothing wrong with it there's no rules and i feel like even at one point there might have been rules in this like thing we call them like the music world the music industry and i feel like nowadays it's different because of this the whole streaming platform the whole like ability to reach millions of people in a in a second kind of thing viral videos and all these different things you know so the world's different. The music industry is different. There's, there's changes. People are coming out. There's some artists that come out with music every five days. And it's like, it's not waiting, you know, three or four years for a CD to come out from your favorite artist anymore. It's like, there's a lot of these artists that are coming out with them like every year. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard of Toro Imoy. Uh, he's like a R&B kind of like, I don't, R&B kind of guy. I don't want to say R&B at all. Like he, he's just like, he's his own thing. Sounds awesome. If you haven't heard him, go on Spotify, check out Toro Imoy. Um, my favorite album by him would be Boo Boo. And it's not normally the style of music I listen to, to be honest. It's very, like, way off. But I, I my girlfriend got, like, put some on one day, and I was like, man, that's some good stuff. And then I, I sat down and listened to it more. Really good music. But also really good lyrics. So I would suggest listening to him. But um, I don't even know where I was going talking about Toro anyway. Dang, I hate losing my train of thought. And I had it written down, but I I don't have that notepaper on me. Either way. You don't have to be married to rhyming the lyrics. You don't need... Oh, yeah, that's the thing. (laughs) The Tori Emoy thing. There's a lot of songs by Tori Moy. He comes out with a new album literally every year or, like, six months. Like, it's crazy. Uh, She has another band called The OCs. They come out with, like, an album literally, like, twice a year. They have, like, 29 albums, and they're all pretty good music i don't think there's anything wrong with that in fact i think it's becoming more common for artists to be coming out with more music more often so um there's i I think the rules are changing and i i I think that it's it's not even it, it should be encouraged to get out of this like common stereotypical song on the radio thing that's been going on for a long time like I and mean, obviously music changes over the decades and every every decade has its own kind of thing that they put out. But it's like, I feel like we really need some like more hands-on artists out there and um, people out there that are more out there for the music than that are out there for the fame. And and I, th- I feel like a lot of people are out there that are making music nowadays. Hell yeah, there's a lot of people out there that are out there for the music. Their Their entire life is music and they got there. You're awesome. But I definitely feel like there's also people that are out there that are, pandering to the max that had a voice had a guitar and and i guess you know i can't say that that's a bad thing to do like if you have a voice and you have a a talent on your guitar or whatever instrument and you can do really good music um i'm and, and i'm i'm pointing at like country music to be honest like and there's a lot of specific music genres out there that are just very like every single song has like the same kind of thing about it and and genres where they don't sing about the same normal thing or people within that genre, like, that would be a Toro Imoy example, he's, like, kind of like an R&B rap kind of thing, but, like, he does not sound at all like any other rapper that I hear, and doesn't sing about the same kind of stuff, which is a reason why he stuck out to me, and the music that he plays is completely not, like, the standard thing that you would listen to, so it's, like, I, I just have a thing against, like, all these really, like, hey, the radio, uh, the, the recording album labels or whatever, they're just shoving out the stuff that they know is going to make money. And it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. Money's a good thing to be made. And you're, we're out there making businesses and doing things to make money so we can survive and feed our kids and all that. But it's like, there's a point to where it's like, when are we going to the point to where we're starting to like almost, uh, we're just like, I don't know, we're shoveling out so much garbage nowadays that it's, it just makes like this time period. I don't know. I don't know. I can't even think of how to like describe what I'm saying. Like I we're we're shoveling out a, a lot of garbage. That's that's gonna be quickly forgotten and you know it's not gonna it's not gonna stand the test of time. And it's like I feel that there needs there are people out there right now, and you might be one of those people listening right now to this. You have something in you. Maybe you do if you're there listening. Um make that music. You have to get it out there. So You have something in there that's powerful and you have a message and you have an ability. And maybe you might be starting that ability now. But you have the urge. That's the start. Stick with it and be consistent. Write some more music. Like when this podcast ends, I hope that every podcast that you listen to for me is making you by the end... You're holding a pencil or you're sitting there with it running kind of on in the background while you're writing lyrics. Like, get them on paper and then make some music for those and get the songs out there. We have to get better music out there. And, And there is great music out there nowadays, but it's like, you have to really look for it sometimes. And it's like, there's hundreds and hundreds and thousands of musicians out there and it's easy to get lost in the mix. Regardless, even if you do get lost in the mix, just Give your gift. That's what you have. Like you were born with this thing. Maybe you weren't even born with it. You whatever. You have this ability, you have a talent, you have this urge. Do it. Make it. Like let's make some music, man. That's that's my whole thing. That's that's what this podcast is is about. Is I want to motivate you. I want to give you tools and all that fun stuff too. Great. Yes. Let's give you some things you could do today. Awesome. But in the end. <laughs> You're sitting here because you want to write better music. So I'm, I'm, again, like 18 minutes, 19 minutes into this podcast. I'm saying thanks so much for putting your time into the, to listening to this. And I really hope that I'm, I I can, I'm bringing you some things that you, you can really utilize today. So knowing all that we know now from this podcast, I want you to walk away at the very end with the knowledge that you don't need to, you don't need to uh, uh, rhyme everything. Don't get married to rhyming. Don't get married to, even even not rhyming. Don't don't get married to any specific style of rhyming lyrics. Give the song what it needs to be the best it can be. That's your goal. Each song is like a child or like a plant, you know, and each plant requires its nutrients, and each. plant, flower that you're growing or child that you're growing is a different being in its own and it requires different things so your job as a musician is you is to hear this within you and then to be able to tell what it needs or to be able to have the ability to ask others maybe what it needs and and build these these creations of like wonder that people can listen to that can and the that's what your, that's what your, your job, you're, you're going to make this thing. You're going to find all the little nuances in it that need to be corrected. Cause we're going to start from just the base of the song. Like, listen, we got the lyrics, you got the music. All right. Now we can look at the song and now we can make the song. Like we got lyrics and, and music and that's just the start. Like it's time to fine tune and the fine tuning and, and the, the little sanding off of the edges and the curves of the notes and the bends and the nuances in the voice and all these accentuations and the ways that you pronounce your words, the way that you you belt out lyrics for some parts and you might softly sing for others. This is the art that comes out after the content is there. So now we've got our mold, our our, our you know our picture, like the sketchwork of the picture done. Now it's time to start giving it the details. So. After you've created your piece of music You've wrote these lyrics It's time to look at them And it's time to judge Critically With your critical mind Your music And see if it, it, Lyrically At this point You've conveyed the message That you wanted to convey So you're going to read Through your lyrics If you see points And things that you could say Better With maybe less words And maybe more words Then experiment and try it You know input maybe another sentence on your lyric page that you have written out to the right of one of the sentences that you think might be able to be said differently and then sing it and then look at while you're singing or not while you're singing, but while you're writing, look at, if, if you write it as a lyric, cool, let's try the lyric out and just input it in cut and paste kind of thing. Or what you want the lyrics, that specific line kind of to be delivering, like you're like, I really want this line to like hit them. Boom. Like I, I have this, the sentence and this this little ending of a word here is like a potent word, and I want this music to like blast while they, I say that word, okay? Or whatever. And whatever thing you're trying to do. Get the idea of what you're trying to say next to it. So now we're going to look at this idea and kind of ponder on that for a second. And How can we say this word in a way that's going to flow with the rest of the lyrics? So let's say you come up with that. That's one of your little sanding off of the edges, fine nuances. We're going to go through and we're going to now do this with our whole song and and it doesn't mean you have to go now and rewrite your lyrics it does not mean that at all There's often many times i'll look at my lyrics and be like this is good enough and it's like and there is points where you just have to go you know not this is good enough but you're like you know i i, I kind of like the way that this is said you know like it there has to be a point to where you do accept and, and then end the song and end working on it and move forward to the next song you can always go back at a different time in the future there's it, to me, there's so many things that I would do to all the songs that I've already written now that they're never going to be complete, but they're enough for me to give to other people to listen to. So it's like you have to know when to be like, okay, this is good This is good enough for a person to enjoy, and it's just really doing a good job at making even myself feel this. And if you can get yourself to feel emotional from your own music, then I think you're really doing something good there. So let's post it. You post your music, blah, blah, blah. That's that's the little fine-tuning. We're fine-tuning. We get these lyrics going on. So there's there's going to be points where you know, you're going to, you're going to look at a word and you're gonna be like, okay, I, I should maybe replace this. This is where I was talking, um, in one of my other podcasts that, you know, language itself is like an important thing and, and working on your language outside of writing lyrics, learning more words, increasing your verbiage. Um, these are incredibly important. You can do this by reading, by literally just looking in a dictionary and learning maybe a word or two a week. And then using those words in real life so you can fluently speak them or at least start writing with the words so you can fluently write them. Okay, We're going to work as artists to develop our craft. And one of the things involved in our craft as songwriters is we need to be able to say what we want to say in a way that people will receive it how we want them to receive it. We're directing them with this music. We're directing them even more so with the lyrics. The lyrics, the music itself is like, this uh, emotional thing that you made you feel very hard when you play music and the music's often what makes people feel this is why classical music a lot didn't have lyrics and I mean it was at that point in time too where they just didn't have lyrics and music yet but it doesn't need it if the music itself delivers what it needs to deliver with zero lyrics and that's amazing I love classical music so our music pieces and modern music we use lyrics and obviously we're on a podcast right now listening on how to write lyrics so this music piece we're gonna we're gonna fine-tune that but we're gonna do that a little bit later on we're gonna work on these lyrics so language is part of what we're doing i mean it's literally what we're doing but it's like a lot of people don't realize that hey you know i should expand the words that i have so if you're one of those people start doing it today like literally when you're done go on your phone and start looking up download an app for a word a day to learn, so you can get some more vocabulary. As a kid, you learned it in school. There's no reason as an adult why you shouldn't be expanding your words because the better you can describe something, the better you're going to be heard, and and the better people are going to be able to be with you and you with them, and in terms of language, just communicating in day-to-day conversation, and especially through your music. You're going to be able to deliver those messages that you want to say better because you have more words to pick from and more precise words that can lead people in more precise locations. It's like, you can't say you can say I'm irritated. I am frustrated. I am flustered. I am floored. I am angry. And then, you know, irritated to angry are different things. These are, you know, different varying degrees. And if I said, I'm, I'm infuriated about something, the person who is hearing that is going to hear that you're incredibly mad. Well, there's a difference between being infuriated and being a little ticked off. So it's like you had those words to choose from, but let's say you only had one word. Then the only time that you, the only thing that ever, ever anybody would hear from you when you're mad is, I'm infuriated. So this is why we want to expand those words because we want to tell what kind of mad we are to people, you know? So, th- or what kind of happy or what kind of whatever. So it, it, let's expand these vocabularies that we have. So in general, your life's going to get better. Because you're able to communicate better, but also your music's gonna grow from this as well. Some things that you can do today. One, start reading. Reading, reading, reading. Um, You don't need to become a bookworm to do this, but just read more in general. And when you're reading more, we're not looking at reading um, like TMZ or something. We don't wanna read that kind of stuff. We're looking to read poetry or um other lyrics or even novels and books but we're, we're trying to find books that might be word heavy and and even if and if you decide okay maybe this is not what i want to do i want to read book heavy words like moby dick or something you don't have to um just read more and, and when you see a word that you don't understand pop your little dictionary app out that you have on your phone look the word up so you know what it means because very often I find myself reading something and thinking it means one thing, and then later on I read it again, and I'm like, what was that? What does that even mean? And then I look the word up, and it means something completely different, and now the entire context of what I just read changed. This can happen so much with songs. It's crazy. Like, you think someone's talking about one thing, and then, like, you hear the actual, like, purpose of or the the uh, meaning behind it through the person who wrote the song and that's completely different than what you think. you're like, okay, well, that was a little weird and I'll, it might have been due because the lyrics said something but they didn't uh, say it in, in such a clear way. So we want to get this hat right. So we write this song out, we get our lyrics out, let's get these song these lyrics clear, concise the words are laid out. you got you got points in there to where it's like now now that you're not bound to having to rhyme all your words you've just opened a enormous enormous area of wiggle room now that you can play in it's like an entirely new world that you can run in because you're not bound to these chains of rhyming anymore you don't have to rhyme you just have to roll to to have the rhythm over the music let's make it roll with the music it doesn't have to rhyme at all so don't don't be stuck with rhyming if you are let's break the habit today Start working on music. Let's write some music. The next song you write, make it a goal to try to rhyme the least amount that you can. Um, that should be your goal. Let's, let's try to make some more music that doesn't rhyme. And, and, and it might be a little phase in your little music really. Oh, I wrote a bunch of songs because this podcast I heard, you know, was talking about not rhyming. So I wrote a bunch of these songs. Cool. You just added yourself in an incredibly powerful tool. And I hope that you run with it. Um, and if you already do that, Move to the next one. You you probably can. You probably already moved to the next podcast, or didn't even click on this one. So good job. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, I I want you guys to run um, as fast as you can, as far as you can, and as hard as you can with your music. And if you know people, you know, end up writing some amazing, you know, beautiful pieces of music that go places, you know, and and good, you know, the, the world needs better music. We need we need better music, man. The woman, anybody who's listening we need better music and um, I, I know a lot of people out there um share the same opinion uh, and a lot of you guys are songwriters and songwriters, you know we have a different mind when we hear lyrics we have a different mind when we hear music and just because we write our own we also do the same craft as the person we're listening to and we notice I, I feel like as a musician you're just going to notice more like garbage out there than you would if you didn't practice music yourself and it's because you you're focused to be able to notice things within that craft it's like you know if you do flooring and you can tell when somebody does a bad job with flooring or something like that so when when you can um you do that as well randomly by the way when you're listening to music you can just critical mind your music and and listen to how people write their lyrics and and implement kind of different uh rhyming or rhythm patterns that they do with their words that might not rhyme or might rhyme and, and start kind of incorporating them into your music So, you know, there's nothing in in this world musically that you can't create into your own form. Like, you know, if you don't have a specific tune that you're writing or something like that, you know, get inspired by something else. Listen to some music and, like, if you have to, play the chords of a song that you really love and then write your own lyrics to it. And then do this crazy thing where you go back under your own lyrics and then you adjust the music so it's your own music with your own lyrics and now it's a completely new song. I've heard of people writing music like that. There's a lot of really crazy ways out there. So don't block yourself off to other ways. Don't make a specific way that I am a formula, an algorithm that I follow every time when I write a song because you're going to be in a box. And maybe that's what you want. You want your music to sound roughly the same. Or you want to stay in that specific sound. You know, cool. If you want to do that, do that. More power to you. Just focus on making sure you're doing it the best way it can be done. So even if you're not listening to what I'm saying and you think it's crap because you like to rhyme everything and everything you write is awesome and you rhyme everything, good. Then you can work more on getting more words to rhyme so your rhyming stuff can be even better. More power to you because the beauty about music is that it's, it's all up to the person who's listening and to the person who's making it. I mean, it's there's no rules, there's no regulations. You can pretty much do whatever you want. And if you can do it well, it will be noticed, I feel. So with that in mind, my fellow writers of songs, it's been a wonderful time uh, chatting at you. I would love to hear feedback from you guys, if you guys have any insight or any um, experiences with your own writing. Your own concepts and ideas. uh, If you love the show, if you hate the show, well, I guess if you hate the show, I mean, I'm sorry. But, you know, there's a lot of other ones that you can listen to that are awesome, too. So, either way, leave your reviews. Throw some likes if you like what you're hearing. Five-star ratings are really great. They put me up higher on the list so more people can be heard or more people can hear me and more people can get inspired, hopefully, to play more music. So, Give them likes, give them push uh, subscribe buttons or whatever platform you're using. Do whatever they they do to give it a like or an ad or a follow. I come out with these every week for you guys, often multiple times a week because I I think about this a lot. So I love you guys as an audience. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for listening and um, you've uh, enjoyed another episode of The Audio Artist. Until next time, take it easy.